Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Freelancing and online marketing often looks ideal from the outside, but what's inside? Many time-consuming challenges. SEMrush offers over 50 tools and reports to assist you in every step of your routine, from competitive and keyword research to link building and technical SEO. SEMrush is your digital team member. Let's hit it off. Grab your free trial today and see measurable results. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-E-M-Rushmpn. Okay, so last week I talked about how you can't only have a podcast like you should have your show and then have a bunch of other things that go with it. So today I want to get into podcasting being a brand pillar. Like it's supposed to be a piece of your entire business. To be honest, if you don't have a business and I'm not even saying you have to have a business, I don't want to say that. But if you want to have a successful show and do this whole online thing, then being a podcaster is a huge part of that. That plays a role the same way being a YouTuber would be or being an influencer on Instagram. It's all a pillar of what you're building. So I want to kind of get into how podcasting is a brand pillar. What's good, people? I'm Coach Chris, your podcast broker. Thank you so much for being back here. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you're watching on YouTube, I really appreciate you. If you are not watching on YouTube, make sure you go and subscribe. I'll link it down in the description box down below. And whether you're on YouTube or the podcast, listen up. You got to go and pre-order The Business of Podcasting. I'm so excited for this book, man. I've waited a really long time to put out a real podcast book like And with all my methods and my systems and stuff. And this book is only focused on monetizing. So this is only for the money makers, only for the people that want to be profitable. If that's not you, I understand. No hard feelings. It's just not for you, man. So today we're going to get into podcasting being a brand pillar. And this is something that I've always kind of understood because back when podcasting wasn't mainstream, I realized that the only way you make money from your show is like through affiliate deals or sponsorships and stuff like that, which is fine. That's okay. But the ceiling of it, where you make the most money is when you have your own company. Like when you have your own business that is profitable, that separates you from being a regular podcaster to an actual business owner. And I think sometimes podcasters get too caught up in the whole, I'm a podcast host thing. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would much rather be known as a business owner than a podcaster because just being a podcaster is not really all that profitable. That's just the truth. The amount of money you can make from sponsorships and affiliate deals kind of stops around here. The ceiling isn't that high. And 
I want to remind you, it doesn't matter how big your show is. Somebody like Joe Rogan or Joe Budden, like these top podcasts in the world still have a ceiling what they can make when it comes to sponsorships. Now, on the other side, when you develop your own products and services, there is no ceiling. Your ceiling is how many people want to buy from you. That's it. So I think every podcaster should look at their show as a brand pillar, something that they're using to get people onto something else. And I want to give you kind of some of the things you can be building now, even if you don't have a massive community yet, you don't have a lot of stuff just yet. It's okay. You can still start where you are now. One of the first things you should do, and I think this is like the easiest, is start setting up your community, literally charging like $5 a month for extra content, extra access to you. If you're in the educational field, you're teaching people something, you're showing them how to do anything, you can build your business around that. Like if you're in nature and stuff and you go hunting or hiking or whatever, you could literally have a community where obviously people listen to your podcast and if they love your show, they can be a part of the community. They can pay five or $10 a month to learn more hiking details and survival strategy guides and all of that stuff. Like your community, your people would love that stuff. Now to the average person, that sounds crazy. They're not going to pay $10 a month to get access to some hiking guides and stuff or see an article about the top five hikes in a specific state that's not going to be appealing to the average person but to your ideal listener and customer it is they're going to absolutely love it so what i always suggest is to plan it out from the bottom and the base of your ideal listener being your ideal customer this should be the same person the same person listening to your show should be the same person that will buy your products and i think community building is like the easiest one because If people are consuming content about that particular subject, they always want more of it. Like for me personally, I had a time when I was consuming a lot of like conspiracy theory content, like, and I would have loved to pay five or $10 to hear more conspiracy theories because that's what I was into at the time. I'm just one of those weird people. I switch it up every couple months. That's just me. Now, I love the community part because it doesn't matter where you are. I don't believe you need to have 10,000 listeners before you build a community. You just have to understand that it takes patience, right? You got to build that over time. You're not going to launch your community on Monday and then have 500 people signed up in a month unless you have a massive audience and community already. But if you don't, that's not something to worry about. When I spoke to Chris Cremenzos, he was breaking down how in his mind, it's all about, you know, connecting with the right people at the right time and stuff. And that kind of focus allows him to, you know, build the PodFest community even bigger than it already is. He started off PodFest with like 12 people, literally 12 people in, I think he said a library. And now it's thousands and thousands of people from around the world, like I've worked with him on this and we've broken world records with this community. He started with 12 people. So when you're building your community, don't think it has to be a ton of people super fast. That's not the goal. The goal should just be to impact your people and connect with the people that want to work with you. The most popular way that a podcast is used as a brand pillar is for businesses that want to generate leads. And there are a ton of companies out there using podcasts now to like get leads, to sell courses, to sell tickets to events, to sell master classes, masterminds, all of that stuff. So it's very much possible. You just have to find your style. When it comes to this one, I think most people can do it, but you have to have your own style that works for you, right? And I think you can't be one of those people that's trying to sell everything. I think that's where you mess up at in this particular strategy, because if you're promoting something on the podcast, your own product, you can't be promoting a book, a course, a masterclass, a coaching program, uh, event that you can't do all of it at the same time. 
my approach is always to promote one specific thing at a time over a long period of time, at least a quarter. For example, you see, I'm promoting the business of podcasting right now. Go and pre-order your copy down below. And I probably will be until like June. And then I'll switch it up and promote the next thing. But you can't be trying to sell everything all at once because that kind of dilutes the message. And this is the best way to use your podcast as a brand pillar because everybody listening, if they're your ideal customer, as I said before, they're going to want those solutions. They're going to want more help. They're going to have more questions, all of that stuff. So you take yourself to the next level as a content creator, as a business owner, when you can combine those things, right? Why not use your own platform for marketing your own products? Like they all work together. The same people listening want to buy from you. It's just a no brainer. I've seen some people that will have a business about like lifestyle or they may sell lifestyle clothing. I literally seen this one where they sell clothing and they have a clothing line and they start a podcast about something completely random, like true crime or something. I'm not saying you can't do what you want to do creatively, but that just doesn't make sense. Like I think creators sometimes get this thing in our heads where I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and just hope for the best. That's not going to get you the outcome that you want. The better thing to do is to find your creative lanes and then make everything work together. For example, if you have a show that is about true crime, then you may not sell products on true crime. It's not a lot of true crime products. So you need to be building a community around that, find sponsors and stuff. But if you have a clothing line, you got a clothing line where you sell lifestyle clothes, you got your own brand. What you need to have is a lifestyle podcast where you talk about pop culture, trending topics. You may bring on popular guests, right? Because it's going to help you sell that clothing product. Simple. Make sure that what you're doing aligns together. It can't be polar opposites because it's hard for me as a consumer to kind of get with that. Like, it doesn't make sense when I, if I follow you on Instagram and one day you post about true crime, the next day you're posting about health and wellness, and the next day you post about music and movies. It's like, you got to pick kind of a theme. You got to pick one and then stick with it. I would suggest you like differentiating everything, having separate shows. If you want to cover all those topics, have separate businesses for all the products you want to sell. Like I don't sell all of my products under the same umbrella. That wouldn't make sense. It just wouldn't make sense. And honestly, it would not work. It's not going to work if you sell everything in the same place, do it all in the same area. It's not. Because I'll tell you this too, it confuses people. When I'm speaking at a podcast event, if I tell people to go to a website and I'm selling my products there and they see the personal brand stuff and not the podcast stuff, it's like, wait a second, I'm, am I in the wrong place? Now I've just confused my audience. So to make it easier, what you need to do is separate the things that you're doing unless they can work together. I've taken years and years to get to this point where I can combine personal branding and podcasting. It's taken me years years so if you're not willing to plan it out like that don't even try it man now the last way your podcast is used as a brand pillar is i would say networking i think networking as a podcaster is the easiest thing in the world like it's so dope when you interview somebody across the world like one year and the next year you meet them at an event you shake hands you end up scheduling another interview that is just the best thing ever simply because that connection we have through zoom isn't as strong as in person obviously but it obviously gets us started. So when I do meet you in person, it's finally like, oh, okay, I'm meeting you again. Like, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? It's not like we started from scratch trying to build a relationship. And you can build more relationships faster when you do interviews. Instead of asking people, can I pick your brain? Or can I just ask you stuff? Or even paying for coaching sessions sometimes. You can literally just do an interview. 20 to 30 minutes of you having a conversation with them, asking questions that everybody wants to know the answer to. 
makes you look really good. Your audience looks at you as the expert now. They look at you as a person that knows it all. They can help them with everything. And then that person you're connected to, they see you as valuable too because you're giving them spotlight on your platform. And then if you flip it and you're the one that's doing that, it still builds the relationship. So I think the networking aspect of interviewing as a podcaster is super underrated. Like it's very underrated. I think every podcaster listening to this should go back and list all of the guests you've had on your show. All of them. If you're over a hundred episodes, list 50 of them and reach out to those people and follow up with them. Just see how they're doing. Keep their relationship strong because you never know when they need them. You never know when they'll need you. You know, they might have an audience you can promote to. You could go back on their show to promote something. They can come on your show to promote something. It's just great to have these relationships, man. Like just knowing people and having a relationship that's on good terms is super, super valuable. You never know when this stuff is important. You literally never know. Like I'm going back to all the hosts that I've had on my show, all the guests I've had on my show, all the podcast experts I've talked to over the years to have them promote the business of podcasting with me. Some of them I have to pay a fee because their shows are super big, you know. Other ones, I don't have to pay them anything. I can just come on their show. They can be be on my show and we make it work. So the relationship part is super underrated. And that's why having a podcast is really valuable for your brand. So if you really want to take this thing to the next level, man, you got to order the business of podcasting. We are releasing a book on May 28th. Super excited. I'm giving away a masterclass as well. When you pre-order now, you get access to one of my masterclasses on podcast marketing. I want to help you get to that next level. Really, really grow your show. This book is going to be a game changer. I'm telling you now. So go and get your copy. It is linked down in the description box down below. If you're listening to this on a podcast, thank you. But make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is linked down below as well. I will see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Jonathan Gaby hosts a great podcast called Marketing Distilled. He's the master distiller. Jonathan, tell us what these fine folks are going to get out of listening. On Marketing Distilled, you'll hear from industry experts and me to learn about more marketing things and taking those complex things and distill them down into actionable strategies or tactics. Amazing. Where can people subscribe? You can find the show at marketingpodcast.net or search for Marketing Distilled wherever you get your podcasts. You heard him. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.